Welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. everybody welcome back welcome back once again to from the outside looking in episode 68 if you are counting the yamir yager years is what this is uh episode 67 was last episode but i think in the intro i called it episode 66 then me and sweet lou got into a text thing where and i was like whatever but caveat of episode 67 i am retiring the fictitious story of what the show's about and then i go nah just kidding we're here to tell no more of that it's done what we're we're going on to a new phase you didn't even tell me this show i know i know uh this this show is just uh we're we're changing the direction a little bit and uh <laughs> it's really it's just <laughs> Pat, <laughs> we're just here to talk about you and your needs and your wants, bud. That's that's. <laughs> this is the episode that's I always the, wanted. The, yeah, exactly, Finally. exactly. Yeah, no, but if this is your first time here, uh, you know, from the outside looking in, we talk about geek culture from a non-geek perspective or non-geeky culture from a geek perspective. Whatever. We read comic books. We play video games. We like sports. We drink beer and whiskey. We do all these things, and sometimes we talk about it. Uh, I am Andy Liascos. With me, as always, the Marty Straka to my Yamir Yager, Mr. Oh, Patrick Banis. Please omit all uh, Pittsburgh Penguins references from the show. Well, it's episode 68. It's yeah, the know, Yager episode. It's fair. Yeah. It's fair. And the guy is yeah, still literally he... still playing. He's still playing professional hockey at like 54 or whatever. It's unbelievable. Man. What's crazy is he's still playing professional hockey. He played professional hockey forever. Uh, but still, Ovi is the only one that's even remotely close to to being able to break Gretzky's uh, you know, all-time goals uh, uh, record. Uh, shouts to Ovi this year for surpassing Mr. Hockey, uh, Gordy Howe. Uh, with 800 and something goals, uh, only 90 something more to go to catch the great Good one, luck. you know? Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. You been watching any hockey lately, bud? Uh, I watch, um, I've been watching a little bit of flyer stuff when I get a chance. Uh, I watch, no, they're, trash. they're trash, but I got to support them. Um, yeah. Other than well, the Hawks are trash too. I'm terribly worried. So Kane said, sat out, tuesday night which was yesterday right taser's over dude um, yeah he's on he's on long-term covid leave right um yeah for a 35 yeah, so year old that's not a great thing no uh but kane sat out last night because of rumors circulating around trade deadline. oh no why yeah so uh, oh they'll probably get rid of kane right like they'll probably trade him he'll go somewhere um and have you know the he's the last few games he's been playing like vintage Kane getting hat tricks and you know doing like he's probably you know go somewhere 
the Rangers are making crazy moves, Ugh. and and St. Louis is having so is Toronto. A, a, yeah, Toronto. Yeah, Toronto also got so Toronto got uh, O'Reilly from St. Yep. Louis, and the Rangers got Tarasenko from St. Louis. So wild. They're St. St. Louis is having like a fire sale. <laughs> Right. And, uh, you know, like whatever, I, I, you know, Tarasenko's game has gone down lately. But I mean, I, you throw him on a line with Panarin. Eh, yeah, the worst, the, be, the worst thing be... is, is that Toronto actually traded for players. And it's like, oh, they're trying to, like, end their worst, you know, like one of the worst runs. Like they haven't won anything since like 1967. It's like now nah, we should leave that alone. Nope. Nobody yeah. wants that to nobody wants that. Nobody on this side of the border wants to see that happen. Yeah. No, I mean I you know, like I, Toronto, if Toronto like here's the deal. If the Hawks are out, I'm always like it it's hard to get behind Boston, but you know, like I'll try to root for an original six team whenever I can. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Um, I actually, I actually low key want Vegas to get into the playoffs and t- make a deep run because I'm going to Vegas in May. Oh yeah! So I'm like, yeah, if they nice. could be in the playoffs when I get out there, that would be fire. But I, you know, pretty, pretty sure they're leading the West. So, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't, and and Seattle surprisingly in the mix as well. So it's you know it's weird when all these brand new teams and i guess vegas is isn't brand new anymore but they've been a contender since their first yep. year and th- and this is the kraken second year in the league and they'll probably make the playoffs as well nice um but for for us for uh flyers and blackhawks fans alike it is a race to the bottom uh to see who can draft connor bernard uh and ain't gonna um, be the flyers so yeah, I mean, you never know. You know, what I mean, they get that first round pick, um, but hockey's also not like football, where you know the the worst team in the league is automatically. Oh yeah, yeah, we do get the, the we do get the uh, lottery draft. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, right. So uh, the worst team in the NFL this year. Uh, you know, oh, so this is our uh, our first show. I think we're a week behind schedule. Uh, we True. did have uh, the Super Bowl, right, uh, where your beloved Eagles put up a hell of a game. Uh, but then did lose uh, to the Chiefs. Man, uh, what a you know we were supposed to record like the next night, and uh, man, what a heartbreaker! Like to score thirty five on the Chiefs and yeah. like lose in the last two minutes. I mean, it's actually it's kind of typical for like that kind of a situation, but also the whole thing with the with the Bradbury hold on on Juju Smith Schuster really just weak. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's this it's the level of jersey grabbing that goes on in almost every sport. Yeah. Yeah, it was that wasn't a hold, right? There were some really bad calls and like you can kind of forgive those kind of bad calls in a regular season yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, but in the Super Bowl that's uh, In the yeah, Super like, Bowl a- in the last 2 minutes that gives the other team a first down and a crack at goal to just ice the yeah. clock. I mean, that is just like, man, it's so inexcusable. I, I hate running the clock out. Like, I know it's the smart thing to do, but I'm always just like, score, and let's see what the, like, those last 40 seconds so would exciting. be amazing. You know what I mean? Like, it would be good for the fans, but I get it, and I understand it. I just don't like it. I had literally, also- I had literally gotten up, turned the lights out, 
and was walking to the door and getting ready to turn the TV off when McKinnon slid down at the one. Because they had already they had yeah. already gotten a hold, they'd already given him the first, so it was yep. like, well, we, well, this is in the can, and then McKinnon slid down at the one, and I was like, I was like, this is over, like you've just you've just like how many people just turned the game off with like a full minute and a half left in the game, yeah, like just like well, you know, whatever you've you've already taken the game out of the players' hands, yeah, and and that minute and a half is going to turn into seven minutes of watching a team run out the clock, which is so yep. boring. Yeah, I mean, and uh, but also just with that last play, like, I get it. It's a Hail Mary. Yeah, I mean, but what was Hertz thinking? Like, those receivers were nearly in the end zone when he threw that pass. It's like, dude, your arm is not that. You don't. Yeah, I mean, that I didn't even see it. I'm telling you, I I I turned the game off. I didn't even watch it. I don't even know. The pass went 15 yards short. It was I was like, dude, why? Like, I mean. That I get, I get it. You know, what I mean, well, imagine if you had turned it off though, and he had hit AJ Brown on a hail mary with three seconds left. I would have been so. I pissed. mean, I would have been pissed, but I would have woken up, and then I would have been incredibly happy at the result. Um, yeah. I mean, look, you score thirty five points. The field is absolute garbage. Like, right. like the one of the worst fields the, the the Super Bowl's ever been played on. Um, the defense was. Not good. And like third time at that field. Oh, yeah. Your defense didn't look yeah, good. Yeah, Eagles defense never um, got home. They never looked good. And then they're like, oh, you know, they like, oh, Vic Van- Vic Fangio came in and like work with the Eagles defense. Yeah, that didn't work out. Um, right. And then uh, we didn't run the ball enough. I mean, 40 yards. It was like 40 some yards worth of running worth, uh, worth of rushing yards out of your running backs. Um, that's not getting the job done, especially the way that we've run the football all year. So. You, you know, all those things considered, and we scored 35 points and lost in the last two minutes. It's tough to be that upset, but, you know, this is what it is. It happens. Yeah. No, it it absolutely happens. Um, I think you have to shoulder some of the blame personally. True. Right, because, yes, because <laughs> after, that, after that first— after that first touchdown, you were online like every typical typical Philadelphia sports fan. You were like, "That's what we do all season, we go, baby. We do, we, we do. We score the first possession. That's <laughs> so, how we do." On the first possession, he took that John and he went right in there. Shove that John and, up your uh, butt. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, you're like this is what, yeah, bird gang. I also, and, uh, yeah, uh, I and also, that's why you guys are terrible, um, and that's why you don't get nice <laughs> oh, things. I also uh, jinxed us by not staying in Philly and coming home that day. Uh, I was. Oh, yeah. You fucked up. All I was literally I was in Philadelphia all weekend. And then I came home Sunday to watch the game at home instead of like being in Philly, which obviously, I mean, that would have been insane. But like if you go back to like my social media things and like when the Hawks like were winning Stanley Cups, <laughs> you know, like my po- my 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 post would be like, you know, Taves would score a goal and it would be like Taser. You know what I mean? Kane would score a goal and I'd be like Kaner. You know what I mean? I would be like, that's of course it's the boys doing what the boys do. <laughs> So if you're uh, if, if you're not Sweet Lou and you're not from Philadelphia, you don't understand. Philadelphia has the most terrible sports fans on the planet. Oh, get out! Oh my God, you guys, you in Cleveland, it's it's really between you Man, two. Um, the hate. It's, oh. it, it, no, it's it's a hundred percent accurate. So I was watching this this meme. Uh, so I, I'm mostly on social media for the memes. I'm in it for the memes. Who isn't? 
Yeah. And there was this one, it was like, it was like Chiefs fans versus like Eagles fans, right? And it was like, uh, you know, what are you going to do if your team wins the Super Bowl? And the guy's like, ah, three words for you. Burnt end sandwich oh, right, the next guys, got, oh yeah, yeah i know well, it's yeah it's great well you know you know kansas city famous for their barbecue right yeah and then the the, the the next dude another chiefs fan is like oh i'm definitely i'm eating barbecue for like a straight week you know probably knocking down a few beers with my friends having a good time and then it goes to the next guy who's you know, like an eagles fan uh you know i'm probably gonna set a jeep grand cherokee on fire <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes. And then it's like to like an Eagles fan. Like then it's this woman. She's like, I'm gonna take my Toyota Camry and drive it straight into a bleach f- factory. <laughs> and then so the guy's like, if we get enough people, I think we can take a building down. Yeah. That's so true. It's so, I mean, it's and then the best one was like, he's like, uh, so we're gonna what we're gonna do is we're we're gonna we're gonna get an eagle, right? <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna teach it to shoot a gun. That's phase one. <laughs> Most American sports fan. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's that's Philadelphia. That's Philadelphia fans. That's for fucking Kenzos. All my Kenzos. Yeah. Holy shit. Watch, uh, watch the. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Watch Bill Burr shitting on Philadelphia fans uh, for like fifteen. But minutes also, straight. Bill Burr is hilarious. So funny. Oh, Bill, yeah, Bill Burr's. Yeah, Bill Burr. But he's also best, from Boston, sure. and that's why he does that. It's bias. That's hometown bias. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Boston sucks too, but I mean, it's not. It, 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 it's just from. Okay, first of all, if you're from Boston, I don't think your city sucks. I think it's actually lovely. Maybe. And also, for all my friends in Philadelphia, I love living here. Uh, also, yeah, but your sports fans are terrible and fuck the Bruins. So, Agreed. You know, I like, and, and that really only stems. There's a picture behind me of Bobby Orr celebrating his Stanley Cup winning goal. Love Orr. My hatred for the Bruins really only stems from for Brad Marchand. Yep. I fucking hate Brad Marchand. I hate the rat. Um, <clears throat> just what you a know, terrible but, human being. Oh, Brad Marchand's the worst. Yeah. I mean, just, just, the absolute worst. Anyways, let me crack. Uh, what, what I'm you, gonna crack open this. Yeah, wait, wait. This is what uh, are you drinking a pill. This is a Colbitzer pills. This is like I, I just I spent most of my evening at the Teutonia Manor Corps, the German club. It was uh, it was Ash Wednesday, Fish Friday, Fish Friday, Fish Fry, Ash Wednesday, Fish Fry. Mm. Um, not great, but the German beer on point. So I, you love a good German you beer. You know I do. So I came home and had the yeah. most middling uh, bargain basement German Pilsner I could find, and that's the Kolbitzer mm-hmm. Pils. Um, you know, that's how we do. What was the biggest yeah. – what's the biggest beer in the beer fridge right now? It's the Kolbitzer. Here. No, no, that's so. great. I, I actually – I've been off the rails on my diet pretty hard lately, and I've, I've <laughs> drinking a few beers. Nice. Good for you, bud. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you know it is what it if is. If you were like, uh, yeah. I, if you're like my boy Dan, shouts to Dan, um, and also shouts to Scotch Tom, you would be drinking a limited run bottle one of 311 Scotch from uh, Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've gotten some good reports from that. Um, I've seen pictures, and I was like very jealous. Um, oh yeah, I'm jealous hearing about uh, it. Tom McLeod from Clan McLeod. He's uh, one of our. Uh, he's mm. one of our uh, Celtic um, Pittsburgh Celtic supporters. Supporters, yeah, right? He's got a. Right. He's got a uh, a limited run uh, Scotch, and I'm just like, man, I need to get in on that. And he's 
how's he related to Duncan McLeod? Uh, I don't. I haven't asked. I don't want to know. Um, I don't think it's important. Um, you know, I don't want to. I don't like to pry. I always, I always get. I always get confused, and it's something to be. It, it, it's really something stupid to be confused about. Is it Duncan McLeod that's in the TV show and Connor McLeod that's in the movie, or is it vice versa? They're two different people. Oh yeah, yeah no, it is. Two different it is. People. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. They're, yeah, yeah. They're two. Yeah, they're two different no, people. No, they're yep. related. They're both immortals, right. but they're two different people. I don't want to know. I don't know how they how they're both in the same family and immortal. It's like a semen thing. I don't know. I don't want to know. It's weird. Yeah. Hereditary, hereditary <laughs> yeah. immortality. That's what I want. I I mean, the the might of the sperm in that family True. is is impressive. The only other uh, the only other instance where I can think of uh, more fertile sperm is that of Krillin of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. All right, Krillin marries Android eighteen. Android eighteen. Yeah, they have a baby. Hell yeah. That means Krillin impregnated a toaster, basically. Basically. Imagine yeah, imagine that you're so potent. Yeah. yeah. And I know that there was no nah, nah, you sort can't of magic do it. No, nah, you can't do it. Human. Just let me let me try. Let me try. Hey, hey, don't Goku, don't ever say you can't to the krill, right? <laughs> <laughs> I I really think we should at some point just start voicing over stuff. Oh, like yeah. Just revoicing over. Yeah, I mean, that would be fantastic. It would. I'm so excited. I'd be excited for that. <laughs> so, uh, shouts to sports. That was our shouts to yeah. sports moment. There's a lot of sports um, moment. Yeah, there was a, it was a big sports moment. Uh, I threw out an obscure penguins reference with marty straka earlier um but that's because i threw out a lemieux yager too bad nobody in pittsburgh time. listens to this show yeah yeah Pretty yeah, yeah. well i mean you know hey like i i, I just hope that someone so in in my head somewhere out there there's a, somebody listening to this show that's a huge enough hockey fan that was like he just uh he just shouted out uh marty straka there and i'll tell you that 90s penguins team they were fantastic yeah, Darius Kasparaitis, Marty Strzok, uh, Rick Tockett, Francis on there. Rick yeah. Tockett, Barrasso and Gold. Tammy Barrasso, get out of here! Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so, Pat, uh, <laughs> why are we here today? Oh, uh, we're here, <laughs> we're here because um, because of the 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 DC. Um, I don't know what are the the enter is it the DC is it the entertainment universe is it the extended I don't know what it is it's the extended universe right the DCEU like it doesn't matter. I know it's but the we're EU talk, but we're here to talk DC yeah. yeah we're here to talk DC and specifically about movies so books comics and comics stuff, stuff and TV players, shows laser discs and movies that I couldn't that were so bad I couldn't even couldn't finish. even finish <laughs> couldn't even but Patrick finish watched it. it twice. Pat, you watched. It I twice suffer from. I suffer for our craft, Andy. I suffer for our. I couldn't. I couldn't finish it, and most of it I was watching on my phone, yeah. like I said. And then, like when I would get, like, I rewatched episodes of The Last of Us when I could. Oh, <laughs> when I yeah. could have watched, because we'll we'll get to that after yeah. season one completes. Oh, yeah. But holy shit, that's the greatest show. Well, ever. it's a show. Um, so. It's, DC has hmm. gone. DC has gone on, uh, undergone a just a radical transformation right now. Um, 
Jeff Johns is uh, out. And uh, James Gunn of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy fame is now in. Um, Add to that the Warner Discovery merger. And was the was 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 James Gunn in on the the Black Adam project? No, no, this is this predates him. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. So and so we're we're going to talk about DC. We're also going to talk about Black Adam. Uh, that, um, that's a thing that we watched. It is a thing. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, Warner Discovery, the Warner Discovery merger happens. Uh, they decide that they but, need to cut like a billion dollars, uh, and they just start. They just take like a chainsaw to everything they can get their hands on. Um, yeah, everything gets cut. They bring in James Gunn. So there's this whole uh, there's a whole bunch of shenanigans going on at the same time. James Gunn was involved with uh, Peace. He was Peacemaker, involved with though, Peacemaker. Right? He uh, just yeah. married. Um, oh God, I'm going to remember her name in a hot minute. I swear, uh, Jennifer Holland. Yeah, um, Mrs. James. Gunn. Uh, Amelia Harcourt from uh, Peacemaker. He they just got married recently. Um, so of course, that's still a thing. But um, and peace peacemaker was fire. It was yeah, it was good. Fire. It's definitely good. Um, but like I think there is just so much upheaval, and this just it's like DC's cursed, and no matter how hard they try, everything is still cursed. So yeah, well, it's just it's they the, some of the first things trash. that they did were, um, they took the completed Batgirl movie that was gonna repl- that was going to feature on. Uh, HBO Max, and they just basically just mm-hmm. threw it in the trash. <clears throat> they just imagine how bad that had to be. So there, w- imagine imagine how bad that had to be. They're like, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah, uh, there are like there are def- differing opinions. Um, obviously, there are some test screenings that suggest that it was not good. Um, but if you ask the actress who played Batgirl, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Um, she said it was good, but of course she's going to say that. But also, we also lost a Michael Keaton Batman appearance, which is always dis- it's always disappointing. It's a, it, it, wait, isn't I just didn't I just see something where Keaton? Uh, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Put, um, yeah, that so, so we we lost, but we we still yes, have. we still have. Um, so they they can that. Uh, the long rumored cyborg stuff is apparently in the can, which of course it should be. It belongs in the can. Thank God. Nobody, Thank nobody God. asked for a cyborg movie. Nobody wanted um, it. There was a lot of concern that um, Flashpoint, the new Flash movie, was going to get canned, especially because Ezra Miller basically has lost his mind. And we've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, right. You know, please, Ezra, just get yourself together, bro. Um, but it is definitely coming out. Um, trailers are are out now, uh, featuring. I mean, the trailer is just wild, dude. Um, yeah, I saw the trailer, it, and that's where we see. Uh, you see, we uh, see a Michael Keaton, uh, Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah, which is pretty fire. We see Ezra Miller's Flash um, time travel into a, into the past or a, you know, somewhere to change the fate of his mother, where he also then yep. runs into himself. So he's yep. basically walking around in this movie with himself, um, which can only mean we're going to get, we, you know, we're going to get a, at, at the very minimum, 
a um a hint of a reverse flash. Uh, there is a general Zod appearance. Yeah, yeah. There is, um, oh, so he ends up going to a, his his actions create a multiversal uh, instance where there are no metahumans. Then Zod appears. Then Supergirl appears. This is all I know so far. Um, the best I can recall here is that Supergirl is like a, is a, is a, a brunette, um, probably a teenager, um, but she's definitely in this and this probably portends, uh, the Supergirl project that's going to come out of James Gunn's first chapter is what they're calling it. Um, but right. the, um, the original Flashpoint storyline was that, Superman was being held by the United the US government and being trapped and depowered by uh red sun radiation. So at some point during the Flashpoint, the original Flashpoint series, Superman gets free. He looks incredibly weak, but he, you know, regains his strength and becomes like a, you know, uh a major part of like turning the tide and, and helping the whole whatever. I'm assuming that that this is what that's going to be, right? Um there's gonna be it's gonna be Zod and it's also gonna be like Kara Zor-El, which I mean, honestly, that sounds kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it, it, it could be. And with James Gunn at the helm of it, it's possible that it's not absolute trash. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like James Gunn, like the Guardians. All three of them were good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 So um, I... so there is. This this flashpoint movie is still happening. Um, and then we're basically going to wrap up a lot of what was like low hanging, well, not low hanging fruit, but, but just odds and ends. We're going to hang up. We're going to, we're going to deal with some odds and ends. Um, the long running flash TV show is going to go. It's going to be over in a minute. This is going to be the final season. Um, if you've yeah. gotten to like season eight or nine, good for you, bud. Good for you. I mean, for a superhero show getting to eight seasons, it I is mean, phenomenal. Like- it really is. Yeah. They've 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 yeah. basically taken a hatchet to the entire CW Arrowverse, and yeah, and I mean a lot of that had jumped the shark. Like it was decent. For sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like what Legends of Tomorrow? Trash. I mean, even it's absolutely trash. So I mean, uh, the Flash, and, and that's yeah, and that's that's the problem with a lot of current DCU properties is they are horrendous. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, the Constantine sequel with uh, Mr. Keanu Reeves still on the docket. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be it's not going to be like directly forthcoming, but it will. It, it sounds like it's going to happen. So they're going to wrap up um, Flash. Uh, Superman and Lois is going to get a season three. Um, good for them. I don't know how well that's going to you know what's going to happen, but I did watch a little of it. It's not terrible, but it's also not great. Um, it deals with a lot of like small time stuff. Like, you know, I have a son, I have two sons, they're super powered. We have to deal with how they're going to be, how they're going to develop as heroes, whatever. There's a bizarro appearance was, of course I love, um, there's going to be a, uh, there's still going to be, uh, Aquaman and the lost kingdom. Um, there's been about a half a dozen test screenings of Aquaman and the lost kingdom, and it's been widely panned. So, you know, God help that movie. 
Um, yeah. It's been labeled as boring. It's been labeled as not as good as the first movie. It's been labeled as one of the worst DCEU films. So, um, you know, that's a that's a high watermark, yes. right? Because there are some really bad DCEU. True. Films. I mean, there there are. Um, and like and, and again, this is coming from my point of view where, you know, you have an affinity for uh, comic book movies beyond the ones that I do. Right. Uh, even though, you know, we're, we're both huge fans of comic comic books. Right. Like I sometimes get offended that that, that it's not you know, it's exactly like the source material. Right. But you're, you're more. Forgiving uh, I am just not like, always that forgiving, but but I agree. I'm I'm I, I am willing to give these things a chance. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And and you're also you're just you're 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 more like you're more forgiving than I am, you know, like I I think we both hated the last Doctor Strange movie, you know what I mean? Like which was absolutely fucking god awful. Um but yeah, like you know, like I've said before, I'm tired of fucking just Thanos level villains. And 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 I think that's that's the problem is when you have such grandioso villains like it's best served in a television series where you can take it into multiple seasons and break it up into 10 one hour chunks 10 45 yeah i mean as much as i agree with that the issue the the issue with that is typically budgetary movies are going to get a far greater budget that you're going to need for like these kinds of grandiose things that you're not i mean like think about like you know Think about like the Arrowverse stuff, like TV shows, not great. That's that's the CW, but like think about think about Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like sure we didn't see dragons in every episode. Yeah, but, right? what, but when we did, it was pretty fucking. Cool. We haven't had a we haven't <laughs> had a Game of Thrones level comic book show, right? And that's probably you know I, that's that's a number of failures, but it's like there's just there's just nothing yeah, to compare yeah. that to. No, 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 no. I, I, I agree. You know, what I mean, like, the, and like, the, but, the, but that's what I would like to see. But even, even looking at like some of the 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 MCU stuff, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Moon Knight was was fantastic looking. You know what I mean? Like, it looked really, really good. Uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, even Not though bad. there wasn't anything. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it looks wise, special effects wise, those are great. WandaVision absolutely looked really good it looked good like whether you like it was it or a struggle not, but a it looked thing. good yeah, well here's yeah, here's but it looked good. here's what you're not gonna get uh henry cavill's superman out yeah done Dead. done um and which is which portends badly for this episode where we're going to review black adam um yeah He's out. Uh, it sounds like they're going to go in a younger direction. There is definitely a Superman movie that's going to come out in the first chapter of James Gunn's uh, DCEU, but it's going to be a younger one. I don't know why they don't call it Superboy, if he's going to be younger, but whatever. You you do you. Uh, the Rock, he is now out. Um, there's He's not going to be in part of anything uh, upcoming. Um, that could be for yeah, a, Shaz- a, Sh- Shazam 2 sealed that fate. You well, know I mean? Shazam 2 sealed its own fate. But, um, the, you know, it's that's for a number of reasons. But also, also Black Adam's not featured in Shazam 2 at all. He right? turned so down like- the opportunity to cameo in that. And I kind of agree 
I mean, I don't know. I agree, but I don't agree. Like the timing wasn't great, but it actually worked out. Like Black Adam was already out for a couple of months. Shazam 2, uh, Fury of the Gods has not come out yet. It won't be out for another three weeks. So there is a potential where like the timing could have fit, right? To have a small Black Adam cameo um, that leads into a Shazam Black Adam movie. But I also think that they've done... It's a weirdly like there it's a there's a weird dichotomy between the kind of childishly comedic Shazam and the um adult kind of more adult rageful Black Adam, but I digress. Uh yeah. Jason Momoa, he's still Aquaman for the moment. It looks like he's going to be done after this movie before he moves on to a quote unquote dream project which we all believe is going to be Lobo. Um, not terrible, Ooh, but he, also he would be, yeah, he, he'd be a good Lobo. He'd be a great really Lobo. Would. So it sounds yeah. like he's going to be out as, as Aquaman, uh, Gal Gadot. Uh, it sounds like she has, she has kind of indicated that she's done with the wonder woman role, uh, especially after Patty Jenkins was pulled or forced out of the third, uh, wonder woman movie, which I mean, obviously after 1984, um, she was going to struggle to stay in that director role as it was. Um, Obviously, Ben Affleck is out as Batman. He's not going to come back. So, yeah. you know, when you look at and then obviously whoever was playing, I forget who was playing um, uh, Cyborg. So when you look at the totality of it, the original Justice League uh, character actors are for the most part out. Um, Ezra Miller is still extremely up in the air. He's going to have to really turn his life around to be involved. Is Robert Patterson, is Robert Patterson still in as, so, as uh, Batman? And I'm going to cover that in a second. I do want to cover two quick things first. Doom Patrol and Titans, they're going to get canceled on HBO Max in a hot minute. They do have second halves of their seasons that are going to be released. But after that, both of those shows are done. Um, so both of those were okay. They are okay. Titans. Um, I really wanted to be good, but they just could not deliver. Not. It was, it was just not, it's not good for the storylines they had. They just did not deliver. And it's just, that's a whole separate thing. Uh, do patrol is more entertaining than Titans, uh, in my opinion. It's probably a little more comedic and that probably makes it a little more fun. Um, but I want to I want to go back. We'll go back to Robert Pattinson in a second. Um, Batman Part Two um, is definitely still on. Uh, it is definitely going to get released. We know that there is still a Penguin uh, HBO Max series that is oh, yeah, still yeah, yeah. going to involve yep. Colin Farrell. That is still going to get released. So that is still on. Uh, Joker Fali et Du. Uh, yeah, starring that's still on starring uh, um, Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga as most likely Harley Quinn. Um, those yep. are all still in uh, the Batman and Joker movies <clears throat> are most likely going to be in what we're going to probably consider an Elseworlds um, imprint. Right. Just like in the comics, Elseworlds is stuff that takes place outside of the normal DC continuum. This is what they're going to, this is the excuse they're going to use. So there is still uh, a role for a Batman. It's just not going to be Robert Pattinson's Batman. He's going to exist somewhere right. else. Now there is the, uh, there is the case of um, what we're calling, I think uh, chapter one gods and monsters. 
Um, I don't, I'm going to try to track down the entire time frame here for it as far as like everything that's going to get released. Is is that is that um, injustice? No, no, no. It's not injustice. It's going to I mean, they're basically just calling this what the first slate of uh, movies are going to be. So in. In 2023, we're going to have uh, the final season of The Flash. We're going to have the third season of Superman and Lois. We're going to have what's called Gotham Knights, the first season of oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's actually yeah, that's going to be based off the video game. That's coming up in like two weeks. I believe that's – isn't that a CW show? I believe I so, CW which series. it will most likely be – It'll Trash. it'll be street level, which you love. <laughs> um, I do love street level. And we'll I, see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods that's going to be released on March 17th um, that'll be trash uh, it's <laughs> it's projected to have an opening weekend gross somewhere around the first movie which is like 40 to 50 million not bad uh, probably like the third worst behind Suicide Squad and um, oh gosh what's the other one? Oh, Wonder Woman 1984 because they released that straight to um, HBO Max Streaming, yeah, streaming, streaming, yeah. Uh, the Flashpoint, the Flash Flashpoint movie is going to be June sixteenth. Uh, blue, and that that has the possibility of being decent. I think, I think it will opinion. be. I think it will be interesting. I suppose if you if you were if you were a glasses half full type person, that all of these have the possibility of being decent. They're going to take. I think they're going right. to take some liberties. Um, it just depends on how they deliver on those liberties, and if they deliver, it's going to be fine. If it's, and I mean, obviously, like the problem with the Flashpoint series is that we have a comic series and we have an animated feature so you already have two different things to kind of compare it to so we'll see it'll be tough uh august 18th blue beetle the movie no one uh, asked for nobody asked for it nobody wanted it um so here it is we'll see what happens with that um titan season four part two coming up doom patrol season four part two coming up uh Dece- christmas day Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. Whatever. Um, so that is like the 2023 slate. Um, other things that are coming up that we've heard of so far, uh, Creature Commandos. Um, not entirely sure what that's going to be um, as far as like, you know, what kind of a show, what kind of a show it's going to be. I think it's going to be it's going to be a James Gunn project. Um, I, I don't know if it's a cartoon like an animated feature or not it's stuff tough to say i think it is an animated feature um i don't know if it's going to be a live action thing uh waller it is going to be uh an hbo max series starring viola davis's um uh waller amanda waller um so we'll see what happens there uh i'm not sure how i feel about that Uh, i think they're probably going to jump the shark on that one Yep, hundred uh, percent. Superman Legacy. This is going to be the. Uh, this is going to be July of twenty twenty five. This is going to be a younger Superman. Uh, I just don't know anymore. With this, this is another one of those things where we keep trying to. This is like the Fantastic Four. We keep trying to. We keep trying to do it, but it's like, do does anybody really care anymore? Uh, Lanterns. Nope. Uh, we had a Lantern show that was going to have Finn Whitrock as. Um, oh man, what's his name? The redheaded dude, the re- oh uh, guy Guy Gardner. Um, Thank God, Guy, guy Gardner. Gardner. Yep. Um, yep. Instead, it's going to be a more. It's going to be like a detective series starring Hal Jordan <laughs> and John Stewart. 
um, very much in the vein of true detective. Allegedly, we'll see what happens. It's being quoted as they investigate a mis- they investigate a mystery that ties into the DCU's main story. I don't know what that is, but we'll find out, I guess. Uh, The Authority, this is going to be a full-length feature. This is going to be a Wildstorm project. Um, This is just a James Gunn thing that he wants to do. I'm going to say that this is probably going to be very similar to The Boys in a certain vein, like a, you know, kind of more gritty. Ultra-violent. Yeah, gritty, ultra-violent thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paradise Lost. This is going to happen. This is a uh, Wonder Woman styled show that's going to yeah. take place before the Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman film. It's going to predate them. Um, it's a Game of Thrones inspired series, allegedly, set on Themyscira. Oh, I'm awesome. I'm all. I'm out. Nobody I'm knows. Done. Nobody like. Nobody's been announced for it. We don't even know it's going to include a Wonder Woman. Nobody cares. Uh, the Brave and the Bold. This is where we're going to get our first crack at whoever the new Batman is going to be. Um, This is going to be a a Bruce Wayne uh, show that includes his son, Damian Wayne, who he'll have gone a period of time not knowing was even his son. Um, So it's going to be a very interesting father and son story. Um, Not really the brave and the bold as in like the traditional Batman and any one superhero team up. Um, But we'll see what happens. Uh, there's going to be an HBO Max series, Booster Gold. Um, I think I think if James James Gunn's involved, I think it'll probably be okay. It'll probably be like a very much a like peacemaker vigilante type of show where Booster Gold probably is probably better than the probably better than the Blue Beetle. You know, what I mean, if you're gonna yeah. pick a random, I mean, he's DC. A, he's an obscure char- he's an obscure character who like time travels back in time because he's a failed superhero in the future. So he time travels back in time and tries to um, be a hero when history has suggested that there are times that require a hero. So we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Um, Super, Supergirl woman of tomorrow. That's going to be a, that's going to be a full length movie. Uh, That is going to be a kind of a, more extreme version of Kara Zor-El, which will be, I'm sure it'll be kind of interesting. Um, James Gunn is calling it a science fiction epic. Well, duh, it's not a reality thing of any kind or a, you know, of course it's sci-fi. She's a superhero. Right. Um, An alien superhero at that. Yeah. I mean, and then we've got what you and I are probably both going to love a very dark horror story. Swamp thing. I have the potential of loving it. <laughs> I also have the potential of hating it. Yes, a hundred percent. They've they've done Swamp Thing multiple times, <clears throat> so we'll see what happens. Um, I'm not yeah. going to hold my breath at all. But um, if they do it as a darker story, it could probably be pretty good. I don't know. I mean, I'm willing to give it like the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I'm uh, speaking of Swamp Thing. Uh, I'm currently reading the most recent book of short stories by Alan Moore, Illuminations. Oh, cool! And I'm I can give it a. So far, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, right. yeah, it's Alan Moore's short stories. Yeah, uh, but well, let's get to the um, real reason we're here. Let's let's do the review, yeah. right? Yeah, we and. Uh, 
so uh so we we are are getting around to watching black adam for some of us we're getting around uh, to watching it again yeah uh i i sat down and 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 i watched it in a couple of uh sittings uh it's you know can't take it all in at once it's like staring at the sun yeah i mean but black <laughs> adam uh, black adam for those who don't know is one of pat's favorite characters oh absolutely you are a huge black adam fan yeah. uh he's he's a um he's sort of the antithesis of an anti-hero you know what i mean um what i don't like about today's anti-heroes is they're all sort of the same right okay and it's it's like it's like angry guy taking vengeance and they just happen to be taking vengeance against bad people yeah. or bad things. Yeah. But if it was somebody that had like cut them off in the grocery store and they overreacted in this manner, you'd be like, that's just a psychopath. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just that the person that they're, that they're fighting is just a way bigger dick than they are. So you're like, that's an anti-hero. I'm like, but that's when not done what well, hero should be, but when done well enough, um, especially like during the 52 series years ago, um, when we didn't have a Superman, a Batman, or a Wonder Woman, what we did end up having was a Black Adam. And when provided the right motivation, they can present themselves as a pretty adequate anti-hero. Yeah, no, absolutely. I like Black Adam as as a character. For those who don't know uh, Black Adam, he is a super powerful being. Right? He's allegedly uh, with- the first... He's allegedly the first person who um, the wizards presented with the power of Shazam. Yes. Um, but he uh, he was a angry, vengeful um, type. Uh, the wizards chose poorly. So they yes. so they banished him. Um, originally in the comics, I think they banished him like 5,000 years away or, you know, 5,000 miles away. It's like he, they, he, they sent him away. Yeah. And then he right. made like, it took like in the comics, it took like four, 30 years until he like pre- represented himself. You know what I mean? And then he like presented himself like once or twice in the eighties, very spare, very sparingly. Like he made an appearance in like the 40s or 50s, he made like one appearance in the 70s in like a cameo uh, and then made like one or two appearances in like the 80s. And then they just never used him. But then like in like the aughts, he came back in a big way. And, you know, when you do it right, you can do it well, you know. So, yeah, no, no. He, he's he's a super cool character. Um He's played so in the movie. Uh, he's played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and for some people that could be an instant like that's the, that's an easy target. I actually really enjoy the Rock. I'm a huge fan of the Rock, uh, he, so much that I really liked that horrible uh, movie where he was like a CIA agent with uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah, who was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's. That's a humorous movie. I mean, like I was okay with it. Yeah. As, I mean? as far as casting goes, there is just nobody better that I could see as Black Adam than The Rock. Oh yeah, he's just, he's great. There's just nobody better. So I've been super amped for this. Um, but you know, much like we've talked about with like Marvel's uh, Phase Four, it's all about writing 
and it's all about how you present a character. Yeah. And this was just not good enough. No, it it really didn't do it didn't do the character justice and it didn't do the rock justice for him like playing this role and having these lines and he he could have been way snarkier and wittier as long as well as being gritty but that didn't really come off right the biggest problem that i had which was surprising to me and it's almost a problem that i have within the DCEU in general i don't know what it is about their special effects that i just whatever company does it i just can't stand them the, the the high gloss ratio of every special effect, every lightning bolt, every it 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 kills the frame rate because it is so high gloss. Every laser beam, every lightning bolt, it, it and there are times, especially in that first scene where where what's her face first releases says Shazam and releases Black Adam to stop the evil. American, yeah, so like, let me let me let me give a really <laughs> a really really quick synopsis of the early part of this movie. So we get, um, I believe that the so the setup of this really really appears to be um, just like it was in the comics. Um, you have a you have an ISIS character, right? A a female yeah. love interest and her son. Um, who become this kind of like much like Shazam has like the Marvel family. Um, there's like a Black Adam family. So this is kind of you see that this is kind of where they're going. They're introducing these characters to do it. So. Um, oh, God, what's his name? I got to think about what is his name? Um, uh, uh, Amon. He leads us into the um, movie with a backstory of Kondok, which used to be like the first advanced civilization in the world. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, until uh, the tyrannical king uh, Akhtun, um, who is a character that nobody cares about after like the first five, ten minutes of the movie, um, enslaves the people um, because he believes that um, he, he believes in like dark magic and he wants to craft the crown of Sabak and become all powerful and release demons. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, but whatever. Magic bad he's bad he wants bad crown he's he's whatever pretend countries Sauron. he's the sauron of this story so so we we see you know we see like the enslaved people of kondok in the mines and they are trying to um mine this eternium which is an element that's needed to craft the crown of sabak um you see uh, a young heroic character, right? He's a rebellious character. I don't want to call him heroic yet. Yeah, yeah, not heroic. Yeah, but um, yeah. He is. He's a, he's a slave, right? He's a slave. He's a slave child. He rises up to oppose um, the the tyranny. Um, you see another character. You see a silhouette of a character who appears to be his father kind of try to usher him away this is where you get the first view of it and i don't think that people i don't know if everybody sees this but you definitely get a view of this character her his father looking like the rock you definitely get that viewpoint um but the kid rises up 
One of the dumbest parts of this movie that I never understand is the stupid Jay-Z diamond sign that they make. Um, it does I, I, because it it mimics this. It mimics like what that gem looked like when they mined it out of the, you know, just the one, right. not all of them, but just the one. Um, so yeah. they decided and that they could. They yeah, they could have easily gone with the Wu-Tang W anything. Right. Yeah. Any. Yeah, yeah. It, I, it 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 it's it's weird to me that this is like a symbolic gesture that they make that's supposed to like get everyone to rise up against their 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 the tyranny. It's just weird. But yeah. the backstory is um, he is about to be killed when he is just pulled out of existence by the wizards. They realize that he's a heroic character. They imbue upon him the power of Shazam um, and send him back to save the people. Yep, he ha- he goes back and he fights Sauron, who has the crown. So we see a lot of this in silhouette. We don't see we don't see this very directly. We see a lot of it in silhouette, and then what you see is the um, king chamber. The king's chamber of Octan is like blown up. You see this big flash of this Eternium blue, and then the whole thing kind of blows up. And then we go to present day. Yeah, and we get uh, we get an introduction, and we're in con- we're in present day present conduct, conduct right? which is being run yeah. by Inner Gang, which is a which is a DC um, villainous group, which is great. So you get a good you get an introduction into them, yeah. but we get this super annoying kid who's skateboarding around with his comic books, and um he's not even, he's not even the word like yeah like he it, it's just passerby stuff right and like initially and and. Yeah, and it and yeah, and it's you know, whatever. It's all fine. So you get you get <laughs> yeah. you get this husky dude in what looks like the mystery machine driving through a yep. checkpoint. And yep. as they get through this checkpoint, you see that there's a couple of guys in the car and they're hiring a woman in the back. Uh this is uh Adriana Tamash. She is uh, a DC character. Um she's yep. an archaeologist, she's a rebel. Um she uh has a piece of Eternium in a necklace that she got from her grandmother. Um, but she also thinks that she knows where the crown of Sabak is. And she also knows that inner gang is there. You know, inner gang has been there for years. They're poaching all of the, the mineral resources and they've enslaved all the people, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They're doing, all, they're doing all the bad. They're stuff, doing right? all the so stuff they... that happened back then. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yep. So parallels, right? So right. parallels to the beginning, parallels to to what's going on in Kurdak today. So she so they get, she sneaks them into yeah. like this cavern where she believed the crown to be, and they come across the tomb. What they believed initially was a tomb of the the hero, right? They called him the hero. They didn't have a name for him. He was just a legend. Um. Oh. Then inner gang shows up. They start shooting stuff. She no. She finds the crown first. Well, she does find the so crown, before, right? Right. Yeah. She, so, so it's yeah. So it's it's not where she believes the crown to be. It is the it crown's is, right. Right. She right. Yeah. Yeah. She finds so, everything. So inner yeah. So inner gang. They they show up before they kill one dude. They kill homeboy. They throw him off a cliff. Who right? killed homeboy? Did inner gang kill homeboy, or did the other guy in the car kill homeboy? Secret inner no. gang guy. Yeah, I with mean, the bad with the bad cur- Jerry curl. Yeah, so yeah, no, it had to be inner gang, right? Because when, well, I guess right because she was like, "Where's homeboy?" and he's like, "Oh, 
he had to get some air. Yeah, he's he's claustrophobic. Right? He had to get some air. <clears throat> yeah. And then so Chunky Shaggy, right, he's sitting in the mystery machine, who's homegirl's brother, brother. right? Yeah. So he's in the mystery machine. He's singing off key to some like seventies jams. Baby right? come that... back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what a great song. It's a great song, and it's, and it's funny, and it's entertaining, right? And then Homeboy falls off a cliff, and he's like, oh, shit, right? And then Inner Gains, like, comes out. They they pull their gun on him, right? And they're like, yada, yada, yada. And so, but she doesn't know that, I don't know what that dude's name is. Yep. Don, Don Cornelius, the dude with the Jerry yep. Curl, right? He's a bad guy, and his acting, like, if you didn't know, he's real shifty. He's like, yeah, let's get that crown, right? So, like, you instantly know that he's the guy that's betraying her immediately, right? Right. So, but she finds the crown. It's hovering in between these two things unexplainedly. And nobody seems to care. Like, when she's climbing up that rock face to grab the crown, that's... Hovering in air in between, between two stones, two yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody gives a shit, right? You know what I mean? Like, imagine, imagine you're an archaeologist, right? Like, and you've you've seen some wild stuff in in tombs and in pyramids and things like that. If you walked into something, you're like, oh, that crown's just floating in between two different rock faces. Like, you're like, that's normal. That tracks. I don't understand. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, I I guess, like, whatever. So. She jumps in between the two and she grabs the crown and then he's like, oh, let's put it in the box for safekeeping, right? Wink, wink. I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> and um, then Inner Gang comes in and sh- shoots it and they're like, we got your brother. Give us the crown. And then and then Homeboy... He's still playing. He's still playing. Um, he's he's still still playing playing like he plays that he gets shot. Yeah, he plays that he gets shot. I got punched in the face or something. Something I don't know. Yeah. Don, something happens to the. Yeah, Don he gets Cornelius. punched in the face. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. She she panics. I mean, she doesn't really panic, but she does kind of panic, and she reads the inscription on the on the tomb, what she yeah. believes to be a tomb. And, 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 and yeah, and and, for, and I don't know what because they're like any last words, right? Yeah, and then she starts reading this thing. That she doesn't know is a spell, but maybe she does because she doesn't care that crowns are just floating midair like that's normal. Well, she's right? just so reading the inscription. Like the inscription tells you what uh, I mean, it gives you an inclination of what it doesn't sound right. Like here's here's another here's another one of the stupid plot points. If you're going to imprison a God tier character, why would you inscribe on the tomb the way to release the way him. to release him? What the what is that? Yeah, but that doesn't. Yeah, but for this so then, for this plot. So to, then she, re, yeah. So for this plot device, she reads that out loud and ends it with the word Shazam, and then the the cave lights up and boom. Yeah, I mean the rock uh, appears. Yeah, and um, and chaos ensues, and we get our first fight scene uh, with rock. Yeah, we get we get a fight scene in the in the cave. That then yeah. spills out to the outside where we get this kind of fun but also uninspired fight scene set to the Rolling Stones paint it black. Yeah. Adam. Ugh. Yeah. 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 I, and, and again, like there's so many miscues for like music opportunity in this. Right. Because right? like, with, with the whole like, you know, the, the – 
this movie is wrought with so many times where you could have brought in Rage Against the Machine and it would have changed the entire scene. Like you'd have been like, "Oh, this is so fucking cool!" Like imagine you're 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 the fucking slaves and you're right there and it's like fist in the air in the land of hip hop. Right. You'd be like, "Holy shit, this scene's great!" Right? Yeah, I mean, it's because music makes the scene. Instead, also, instead, it was very direct and very blatant. Yeah, he's a, a painted black because he's Black Adam. Right? Get it? Right? Yeah, you know I mean, so dumb. And um, yeah, and and the and again, the special effects in this are like it's so herky jerky. Like I don't know why it's so herky jerky. Well, so so here's one of the th- reasons I thought so. In in the beginning, they go through this very fast montage with the with the wizards, and you yeah, see yeah. the inscriptions of like. You know, Shazam is spelled out to be the different wizards and the powers they imbue on Black Adam. So I think some of this is to help show you like these kind of like God tier powers like he's extremely fast. That's why you see a lot of the speed stuff where time slows down and he's kind of like he puts a grenade in a dude's mouth and stuff and then speeds yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, and like, that's funny and good. Yeah, but I mean, just make it look good. Yeah, so you know like, I mean? like, that's, like I'm talking about the quality of the special right. effects and not the special effect itself. Like, like when you do those time shifts, you could do it well enough that you don't notice like a drop in 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 like the, the frame rate. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, that looks like shit. Yeah, I mean, like um, so they they do some fighting, uh, whatever. Then he gets hit by an el- electric missile. Uh, it's a turnium, catches... though. Yeah, I know. But let's just we, let's just right. call it an electric missile, right? Because <laughs> because also, how does World Gang know? Intergang. Like and in, Inner Gang, yeah, whatever. Either way, it's a stupid name, right? Like Fair I know enough. it's a DC thing, you know what I mean? But like, there, there's no gang that calls themselves gang. You know what I mean? Like, this is just bird gang, sure. You know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> no criminal organization calls themselves a gang. You know what I mean? Know. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, it's it's dumb. It's <laughs> it, it's, it, it's just really, All really right, dumb. All right, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, inner gang, it, it's it's stupid. Intercom, I, I don't know. Inner, inner, inner company, inner, inner LLC, like... That makes a lot more sense than inner gang. That's really dumb. Um, but uh, but how do they know that Black Adam's going to be showing up? And the only way to hit him? Well, I don't. I don't. I don't in, see. I don't. Missiles. I don't think that that's the case. Like, I don't think that they knew that. I think that they just like this is the most powerful weapon we have. We're going to use it. It's a it's a rocket made of this Eternium stuff that we know is really powerful. And I, I you know, but it didn't seem any more powerful than any other. Well, any, it worked, it worked well enough. It hit him in the gut and it knocked him down. And that was fine. It was just, it, once again, it's another, it's, I don't want to say it's a plot device cause it's used, you know, a couple of times, not enough, but it's used a couple of times. Um, so it gets us back to her, like her apartment where he wakes up yeah. and uh, Aman is for some odd reason not in school. I guess I guess in conduct they don't have school, so he's just there because he's clearly not old enough to be in college, but he's not in school either, and he's like just jibber jabbering. Like I get that he is supposed to, he and uh, Adriana are supposed to be like a conscience, and then ultimately like a family interest. But man, is this kid annoying? 
just so yeah. annoying. And like he's a kid who's not in school, but he built a secret pass- passage into a file cabinet that goes out into the hallway that he takes repeatedly. And it only goes out to like the hallway, maybe like one floor down, but not very far. Right. But he's like, you know, you see all these comparisons to other like superheroes in his apartment, in, in his bedroom. He's got all these posters and stuff. But this is where we get like we're speeding Adam up like you've you've been in prison for 5000 years. He's like, all right. He's like, what? You know, and so this is where you start to get his his motivation or lack of motivation. He's like, this is not my this is not my home. It's been 5000 years. Whatever, whatever I knew of my, and not to mention the fact that his wife and son are gone, whatever he thought he knew about this place is not this place anymore. And he looks out the window and there's cars and there's honking and there's noise and there's no, you know, it's just, it's just, a, it's just, there's a, no beautiful yeah. nature and rivers. It's not an and... oasis anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, so I get that we have like this kind of, I get that we have this to be like a motivation. It's just very poorly done and it's kind of annoying. Then he blows through a wall, which just is just insane. Like I just don't get it. I, I he's been imprisoned for five years. I know, I know. He, to, yeah. Like he didn't know what new and doors the, I know, like. and the kid didn't have any doors <laughs> open, so the, you know, so it's not like he knew that there were entry points. You know, it's not like in conduct they had doors. So even though they probably did. So he didn't know what one looked like. So he just goes through the wall. And then the brother is watching the good, the bad and the ugly, I think something like that. And it's like, a, yeah. it's like this classic shootout scene with Clint Eastwood, which is just terrible foreshadowing, but we're going to have it anyway. Yeah. So they're trying to, they're trying to get him to be the hero. Um, he's telling them he's not a hero. They're not listening. Um, there is a little bit of fighting with him and some more inner gang goons where he does like the finger guns, just like in the scene that he just watched on the TV. Yeah. Yep. That happens. And, um, and it's stupid, but yeah, then we flip, we go to, uh, we go to Louisiana, we go to, um, the home of, uh, Hawkman who is, who is talking to Amanda Waller. Yeah. About this threat that they just all of a sudden have realized is, is there. I don't know how I don't know how, you know, this is one of the biggest things that I've had an issue with. And they pointed out uh, Adriana has a point where she lectures everyone on this. How If you can tell that there's a metahuman within, let's say, a day, how do you not know that? How do you not see that intergang has like subjected this this entire nation to like yeah. subservience and they're mining all their resources and they set up checkpoints and they're harassing all the citizens. How, 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 why is it that you care? It's, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's the most ridiculous thing in the world, right? Because they're like, because we're looking for bad guys. Yeah. Not, yeah, I mean, not, yet. it's like, it's, it's, it's so dumb. It's, it's just so, so dumb. So, so um, we get to, we get, because to- like they, like Dr. Fate, right? They could have went there six months before they found the crown, right? And just beat the shit out of Intergang. Yep. And called it a day. Called it a day. Problem solved. Superman could have went there, and, and then there's no need for the movie. And this is right up Superman's alley. This is yeah, exactly 100%. the kind of thing that he would have solved. So, like, 100%. the motive. It's an entire country being suppressed. Yeah. 
right? And then we're then, but nobody cared until they smelled what the Rock was cooking. Yeah, as soon as that happened, as soon as he's cooking, finally, Black Adam has come back (laughs) to (laughs) Condog. One of my earbuds fell out of that one. So. Like that part is that part is incredibly stupid, but in the meantime, you know we have Hawkman, um, who is talking to um, Amanda Waller, and he is full of piss and vinegar, which I've never really seen in a Hawkman per se that he was like aggressively full of piss and vinegar like that. Every film adaptation of Hawkman so far has sucked, but go on. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think about like Smallville's original. Uh, version of Hawkman from like that TV show, which in the final season was maybe not terrible, but also only lasted like five minutes. But yeah, but yeah, right, still right. it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. So um, there, you know, he's Hawkman. Hawkman himself is almost hard to get around, right? Because he's a dude with wings and he's strong, and he but he carries a big fucking mace. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> I pretty guess. freaking awesome. Yeah, I mean it, it is right, so, but it's also it's like it's, and he also and know. he also like he also reincarnates. Pretty cool. That is that is cool. So that like cool. we get this, we're gonna get this it's very cool. brief introduction to the Justice Society, who for some odd reason is um, hanging out with Amanda Waller um, and doing jobs for her, even though she doesn't have anybody to do jobs with her, so she has to create a suicide squad full of criminals. So I'm not gonna, you know, that's as far as I'm gonna touch on that, which is which is kind of weird. Um, so then we get like an introduction to some of the characters. We get uh, Maxine Hunkel, who is um, is a character in canon. Um, she is, she goes to the security gate and the security system recognizes her as the red tornado, um, which was a number of characters. Apparently her grandmother, um, Ma uncle in like the 1940s was a literal character in comics called the red tornado. And she was basically like a grandma with a pot on her head and did like, she just, was just a husky grandma with a pot on her head doing superhero stuff. It's amazing that this is a legitimate character. And yeah, you can't fuck with that. So, but then they, they refer to her as cyclone for the rest of the movie. So it's like, why call her red tornado? Just call her cyclone. I don't need to, you know, like I recognize red tornado. The original, I don't even recognize the original forties one. I recognize that the Android one, who was created to attack the Justice League, but then became a, a Justice League member, and yada yada yada. Um, right. At least we get a backstory. Um, that's fine. Then we have like uh, the uh, Adam Smasher Junior kid, who is like uh, Henry Winkler's uh, nephew, who has the Adam Smasher yeah. costume, who's apparently never used it. So it's like you're bringing a kid who's never done superhero stuff to fight a god tier character. Who you right. have history books on that haven't been released to the public that shows that he's just an insanely powerful person. And you've just brought this guy who just gets – he just he just increases in – he just gets big. Who's yeah. never fought right. anyone. Who who probably could have got rid of that gang of toughs that took over the country. Again, you probably could – like that's that's that's. A I don't first, know. If that's he gets, a first gig for if he, Adam Smasher. If he gets to like 60 feet tall, does it mean he stop bullets? 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I, I guess like that's how physics work, right? And like then we his get, skin would be like really dense. Then we get, uh, then we get Pierce Brosnan. Who... Yeah, and like, oh, I mean, what about like what about Man. a level of disappointment that like, I mean, like Doctor Fate. I, I, you know, I love all the magical characters and shit like that. Doctor Fate, his helmet, it's all super cool. And you're gonna put James Bond in there? Like this should have been like right in my alley. It is. It is terrible. Initially. You get that really like torture Dr. Fate who um, is almost possessed by the helmet and the helmet is just like hundreds of years old from like another planet. It is phenomenal. You get God tier magical powers. And so you kind of get he's having like visions. He touches the helmet. He gets a vision of the future. Awesome. Just awesome. Um, There is some good interplay between him and Hawkman. Um, Aldous Hodge's Hawkman, where Hawkman is kind of that like hot headed character and like Dr. Fate is kind of that chill, you know, yeah. counterbalance to that, um, which is good. But it's like if you're going to go after like a God tier character, it's like you've got a, a magical, basically a magical deity, uh, a pretty badass reincarnating Hawkman, which is I mean, awesome. I've never been a bad. I've never been against the Hawkman character. I've always been a fan. Yeah. Right. And then you've got these two junior newbies. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, you know, whatever. And they immediately want to go fight. And this is the other next. This is the next dumb thing that happens. They get there. And Hawkman says that the Justice Society is in conduct to restore peace and stability. But why does that only include once again, why does that only include that only that only, only includes fighting Black, Black Adam? Adam? They're like like the yeah, you know I mean, because they're imagine that the Justice Society shows up and you're the terrorists that have controlled this country for nearly yes. a year. You're like, oh, we are. Fu- oh, you just want that? To- All right, cool. Yeah. N- nothing to see over here. So, you know pe- I mean? so, so you're saying that Intergang is providing peace and stability to conduct. Like, what are you talking about? How can you? This just doesn't make any sense. So right. so then they then they, you know, obviously we have a couple of fight scenes, not bad, kind of fun, whatever. Obviously, Black Adam is uh Dr. Fate is weirdly underpowered in this situation. Yeah. Um he sh- I mean, you know, once again, Dr. Fate is like an ins- in the comic, Dr. Fate should be able to hold his own with Black Adam. Absolutely. Not, not win, but hold his own for sure. And he did for yeah. he did for a degree. And they got to a point where, like, when Adam Smasher had him pinned down, it, they actually did feel like they had him subdued for like a minute. Right. Yeah, but that was as, that was as good as they could get. So, um, and also, I you know, like, yeah, Doctor Fate is a very powerful character, but also in, in DC, right? Like, we some we sometimes judge that. Based off of things like Doctor Fate can hold his own against Superman, but Superman does have a weakness, a weakness to magic. magic. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah, true. So like, yeah. So you know, but and then the other, you know, yeah. the other, the other issue, you know, I Cyclone makes the point of saying that like Doctor Fate almost gets possessed by the helmet, but he's yeah. constantly taking the helmet off. But one of the first one of the first interactions when you got those Pierce Bronze and baby blues though True. you, you got to get the, you got to get those off. on camera you got to get those on camera I agree with that but like one of the first interactions he has with Black Adam he tells him that he doesn't have a place in the world of men and that he should either kneel or die 
what? Yeah. Like, bro, this is not how you – this is – he's like an American police officer. He's just escalating, just straight yeah. up escalating. Like yeah. there's no yeah. there's no oper- there's no chance of like even trying to talk this guy down. He's like, we're going to fight now apparently. Yeah. So, you know, they fight. Adam wins. He goes back to the throne of Kondok. They talk to him with uh, Adriana. Um they talk about, you know, there's there's talk about them um, getting rid of Intergang. Um, there's more unnecessary fighting. Uh, you know, yeah, there, there really is more unnecessary fighting. And then so we could fast forward a little bit. Right. So, like, there's more unnecessary fighting. And then they we get to they, they, they kidnap the kid. Finally. They kidnap the kid. Right. Um, we find out that this guy is the uh, what's his name, and I, that's a bridge too far. Yeah. Well, we find out that, that what's his name is a bridge too far. I forget what his name is, but um, whatever his name is, he's still alive. And Don Cornelius. Don Cornelius. He's still alive. He <laughs> shoots the brother. He's there for the. He's there for the crown. Um, yeah. They take the crown. He wanted the crown since the beginning. There's some mystery about what what the crown means. Um, but but long story short, Don Cornelius wants to take his place as the ruler of Condock, like his father or his relative, his distant relative. Yes, and right, right. for some odd reason, these stupid people want to invite demons onto the Earth plane to apparently just help him rule. That sounds dumb. Yeah, right. There's yeah, there's no logic behind that, right? So, but now obviously Black Adam's got to get his shit together. Yeah. And save the day, because you don't. I mean, be, I, you don't be letting demons in your there's house. There's a there's a there's an interesting resolution, and but at the end of like whatever the second act, third act, whatever we're calling it, where um, they 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 kind of kill Don Cornelius, but Black Adam accidentally almost kills the kid, and that's where he realizes he's like, yo, I'm 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 like this isn't right. I'm not a hero. I don't deserve this power. I'm going to say the word and you can you can put me away. And they do. And they're like, oh, this is cool. We're all done. Mission accomplished. Then Don Cornelius comes back as Sabak, one of the one of the worst CGI characters this side of Wonder Woman's Ares. Once yeah. again, DC cannot get these kinds of characters right. It is just so embarrassing to me. So, yeah. like, we have um, I got it. You know what? I got to pause a second. Can we, can we take a pause a sec? Yeah. And three, two, stop. Okay. Right. Patrick had, Patrick had to make, I had to, I had to, I had to make wee wee. <laughs> we, we, we were talking way too long. So, all right. So yeah. Uh, Don Cornelius comes back. He's a CGI demon King. And, and unfortunately we put Shazam, we put black Adam away. Yeah. We put him back. We put the genie back in yeah. the box. And 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 the whole time, Doctor Fate is like, you know, somebody's gonna die. You're gonna die, Hawkman. You're gonna die. I've seen it. And then he's like, No, you know what? There's a way around this. And it's like, if I let myself get killed. And it's like, what? So it's like right. another massive issue I have with this. Not only does like, not only does like Doctor Fate allow himself to get killed, he. Uh, the helmet. You see what happens to the helmet? You don't even see what happens to the helmet because you, you didn't even watch it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I didn't finish the movie at this. Hawkman. Point. So, um, I I like our our listeners maybe hearing this. For yeah, it's the first time very possible. I'll be honest with you guys. I did not make it past this part. Like they put Black Adam back in the box, and I was like, all right, movie's yeah. done. I'm done. I mean, let's. I mean, let's be honest. The real hero of this. I think I was like, I thought Superman was in this. Yeah. And then I was just the like, real whatever. hero of this episode is me for having watched this movie twice. Yeah, I mean, all yeah, the way. all the Jesus way. Jesus Christ. Um, so I have issues. I get it. I'm going to see a shrink. I get it. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, while Dr. Fate is, like, holding off Sabak, he's also um, in the head of Black Adam saying, like, hey, you know, there is a need for you. You know, th- this is where you can be a hero. This is where you can save the world. You can do, and he like, you know, he fights his way out of the prison they put him in, which is like, I guess okay, even though he's like a five thousand year old weakling, you know, man. Um, but he does, and when he says the word, and he comes back, he comes back in a shinier, cleaner Black Adam co- costume. Of course, he does because it's D because it's DC. And DC loves a high gloss. High gloss. Anything. Like, he, he couldn't... I liked in the very beginning when he comes back from uh, being imprisoned and he's got that dusty, raggedy-ass old cape and his outfits... Oh, yeah, it's His awesome. outfits, you know, dirty. But, like, at, you know, during the film, you realize that, like, his son had the power. He was the one who was a hero. He looked like a hero. Um... But he, while he was like fighting the forces of, you know, King Tut, whatever, um, yeah, right, right, right. um, his mother got killed and because his father, um, Teth Adam couldn't stop them. So he gave his son, gave his father the power of Shazam for some odd reason. I'm still not 100 percent sure why, because his mother was already dead. Yeah, I, 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 he wasn't dying. Yeah. He seemed to be okay. I don't think that I, I, if I recall correctly, he was not dying. I, I can see how maybe giving him heroic, like superhero powers, would have saved him. But he gives him he gives him the powers, and then he's immediately shot full of arrows by assassins. So this leaves like Black Adam to be like this very rageful, vengeful villain, essentially. Right, because because yeah, his wife's dead, his Everybody's son dead. just got yeah. murdered. Yeah, right. So, right. you know, so so he, he comes back too. He's in his shiny new costume. He goes back. Uh, Hawkman is using the helmet now to create, like, multiple fake magical versions of Hawkman to fight Sabak until Black Adam gets there. Black Adam gets there and does some fighting. Um, mm-hmm. There's a bunch of fighting. Mm-hmm. The heroes team up for a minute. Then Black Adam literally grabs Sabak by his horns on his head and rips him in half. What? Yeah. What? Then uh. the worst part of this, Dr. Fate's helmet just just disintegrates. Just, just gone. I'm I'm glad I'm glad I didn't stay for this part of it. Because like it was bad. Up like all right, so, all right. So he rips him in half. Doctor Fate's helmet disintegrates for no reason. Pierce Bronson's dead. Hawkman, Black Adam, hanging out. Yeah, they're hanging out. They're like, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, you know, I never meant to. I'm, you know, I never wanted to say this, but I'm glad. I'm glad you're, you know, to see you. Um, you know, they. I think 
there was some demons, like some skeletons in the city. Like, you know, they did the diamond sign and then all the people in the city came up and beat up on some skeletons. And, you know, he, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing yeah. to fuck with. He, you know, I think that in a really terribly done way, he realized that he can be a motivational, like heroic character. And that is good. And so he's like, you know what? I'm going to stay. You know, I'm, this place doesn't need a ruler. It just needs a protect a protector. It does. It, it, this We haven't eliminated inner gang. We've only I- eliminated Sabak, who was a demon who had nothing to do with inner gang. So we've right, never right, right. solved in the movie. We've never solved the issue of inner gang, you know, ruling over this country. We just assume that it has been taken care of. Like, who's the boss of Intergang? We don't even know. It isn't Sabak, yeah. and it's probably not Don Cornelius. So, who? I mean, we've never heard. You never hear in the movie that Don Cornelius is like the overlord of like the Intergang. So, right, like, right. We just yeah. assume he could have hired them. You, you have no yeah. clue. Yeah, you know I mean, you have like, no yeah. idea. <laughs> so, like, there's just there's just so many like weird, you know. I, I just I, I can't go into I can't go into so many I want to so, cover a couple like so many, uh, there's there's a couple of good things here, right? Obviously, like like Dwayne Johnson's portrayal of a really conflicted and angry Black Adam is good. It's good. It's not yeah. great, but his casting was something that like I've wanted for a long time, and it yeah the rocks the, the rocks fantastic. You know, yeah, I mean like the rock the rock is as good as he could get. Yes. In this role, in the in, in, in the way that the movie is written around, yeah. right? Like, Black Adam. Uh, Pierce Brosnan was a phenomenal get for for Doctor Fate. Really, really good. Yeah, for they sure. They just didn't do justice to the character or the helmet at all. Um, yeah, Sarah Sarah Shahi is the actress who plays uh, Adriana Tomash. Absolutely stunning. Like literally, yeah, like yeah. Eve came into the room and was like, she is distractingly beautiful. Like she yeah, was yeah, a yeah, literal yeah. model. Was, she, yeah. And she did. She did again. Played her role very, very well. Uh, just dialogue is written poorly. The story at times makes zero fucking sense. Yeah. And, and you're just like, uh, what, what, like there were times where I was like, I could have been playing Hogwarts, Le- Hogwarts legacy. Yeah. I and mean, like, I, I could be playing video there's this, games. There's a, there's a moment where uh black Adam and Hawkman are fighting for the second time. And they're smashing up Amon's bedroom. And during this fight, they intentionally or unintentionally destroy like every symbol of like all the DC heroes that is in his room, the posters, the toys, yeah. he did. They just smash them up. I don't know. I assume that this was supposed to mean that we were going to have a Black Adam versus like the Justice League thing. But I mean, obviously, once again, once again, this very direct, just like the paint it black scene, like this very direct, embarrassingly direct symbolism is just not good enough. Like it's stupid. It's just stupid. Yeah. Um, This this movie was really just. A, a series of painful misses. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it really, it, it could have been really good. And, you know, it had everything that it needed to be good. 
except for a good script and story to tell. Yeah. I and mean, that's, it, that, that's where it, that's where it they fits, had a right? They had like a story to tell. They just did not do a good enough job telling it. Right. I mean, yeah, and that boils down to the, the it's just poor writing. Yeah. It's just it, it it's just every, everything served to just get to the next fight scene and it really didn't matter what anything else was happening. You know what yeah. I mean? And like and yeah, it it it, it was just it wasn't And good. and and the funny thing is like, you know, when you go to these sites like like Rotten Tomatoes, like the audience score is like 88% it's like what do you watch the critic score is like 36 yeah it's really bad but like like the critics and and as they should critics tore this thing up because you know it was just not good enough right like it's uneven it's all over the place oh yeah um but it's it 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 is what it, it is the reason why martin scorsese calls superhero moves movies like thrill rides right like like it's 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 a ride attraction and and that's that that is very evident in this movie because there is no substance to it there could have been but it's just written and presented in such a bad way that like yeah you don't care i I mean you don't you don't i don't want to i don't want to debate scorsese's comment because i think it's worth debating but i i agree that it was just so unevenly done that what you know once again we've ruined something that was really promising and so it's just like and and i i just i don't know who dc keeps getting for their cgi but it is so it's it's atrocious it's atrocious i mean fucking hire ilm or somebody and and learn how to do this right but it is like I remember the first time I tried watching the Justice League I I can't even look at Cyborg. It is terrible. Yeah. Cyborg is absolutely like when when they canceled the Cyborg project I was great. I was like that's great cuz I never want to see that. If you if you've listened to any of our episodes, you knew that I was I was very much expecting that shit to get canceled. It was so it was never going to it was never going to fly. Yeah. No one cared. No one cared. Yeah. I, and, and, and but it, I mean it's it, but it's not even like cyborgs the extreme of it but like yeah like Wonder Woman's armor every it, it's just so bright it's so shiny it's so bad right yeah I mean it's like the we're like uh, talking yeah, about Joss and Whedon thing, levels lens flare yeah right I mean it's 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 really really bad and and this dates back to uh, you know the 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 Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, it, they have not learned their lesson yet. Yeah, and once again, from and, that and movie. just like in that movie, you had a character like Sinestro who was really well done, but just the whole thing was poorly executed, so you wasted it. So yeah. Dr. Fate, just like Sinestro, just like Black Adam, you just wasted it. And I, I, I don't know, and then I'm supposed to, I, I, now I'm supposed to trust James Gunn to get this stuff right, man? I don't know, man. I think James Gunn. Yeah, I think I mean, James Gunn is going to be really good for like small projects, like Booster Gold or some like interesting level stuff, like you know the Authority and stuff. But if I have to trust him with like Justice League level stuff, I just don't, man. I don't. No one has given me any any reason to believe that they can get this right. Yeah, I mean the the only thing I'll say about 
James Gunn is like, out of all the DCU stuff that that we've seen, Peacemaker by far has been kind of the superior stuff. Yeah, I mean, like it 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 was good, but it's it's <laughs> you know, not like, it's it not was... a main character. It's a series. No, it is. It right. has a, it has a lot of dark comedy. Um, these are all things that really pretty much play into James Gunn's strengths. Right. Right. But like, right, right. You know, Peacemaker is not the Justice League. It's not Batman. It's not Superman. It's not Wonder Woman. It's not Flash. It's not any of these really big characters that like tentpole characters. So, like, I worry no, that they're I... not going to get that right at any point. I mean, who knows? Right. Because. I mean, at some point, I just say, fuck it. Like, fuck the reverence towards these characters. And let's just see what happens if somebody creates a good story around these characters. And we just go from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean. But but with the DCU, I mean, I, I think they really have to take a look at the ground floor up, right? Like, you know, DC is, is part of the Warner Brothers family. Warner Brothers does good stuff. They have access sure, to really sure. great... Uh, special effects teams. You I mean, you I mean? hope that you hope like, that the, you hope that they're going to start with Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, and then build up to bigger things. But I just, man, I yeah, like I, I you know, that's always the one thing that you know sort of annoys me about the MCU is this leading to this, leading to this, leading to this, where I'm just like, just produce good content, right? Like we always talk about, there's so much content yep. out there, right? And like. There is, right? But I also just kind of really limit myself to stuff that I enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, I probably could give Titans another chance. Don't. Or I could re-watch re Trailer Park Boys. And I'm just going to do that, right, until something new comes out that's good, right? Like, so, like, I don't know if you're watching um, The Last of Us in real time. No, I'm not, I'm not, in, I'm not in real time. I think I'm on episode three or four. Four? Four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They're in yeah, Kansas so, City. Oof, episode. They're in Kansas City somewhere. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. a good yeah. one. But it's too. not Pittsburgh like um, in the video game. So I don't it, know. It's not it's not Pittsburgh like in the video game. Um so but yeah, we'll we'll talk about the last of, of us. Uh but yeah, uh but what's but what's really great about that and and things that they're you know, they're in Kansas, which is not in the Pittsburgh it would not in Pittsburgh, but like the guy that created The Last of Us, I forget what his name is, from Nasty Dog, is heavily involved in the show and was the director of the second episode, yeah. right? So so it, it, I was listening to a podcast, and they're like, you know, one of the things we wanted to focus on was, like, we were able to, to really focus more on storytelling because we didn't have to worry about, like, bombarding you while you were trying to learn to crouch and pull out a gun. Yeah, I mean like in the video yeah, game, yeah, yeah. we had to teach you how to, we had to teach you how to play the yeah. video game as well as tell a story, but here we could just tell yeah. a story. Yeah, That's I mean, fair. I mean, yeah. so I, you know, if I get back to Black Adam, you know, I, it's a it's like a 4. Yeah, this for is me. like I mean, you know this I mean? is like, like a I'm, 3 for me. And I really yeah. want to like there I thought and I really took a lot of notes and I really thought this through and it's like, man, there there were good things, but there was so much bad that, right. like, it just outweighs, like, there are good characters, there are good performances, um, but, man, it is just so tough. So, for me, it's like a three. It's yeah. just, it, like, a three out of ten. It's just like, man, you got to do better. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, and that's that's across, and 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 I think where DC really lacks is the writing and the presentation. Like, you know, it's if, start by having a vision, like an overarching vision of what you want your universe to be. Then get the writers that are going to help you build that vision, like like that are gonna that are gonna put that vision on paper, and then like I feel like I feel like they what they need to do is. Get an overarching vision of what they want this story to be, because the times where things succeed in the DCEU is they're telling a single story that maybe they can continue later. Like the Joker, like the Joker is fantastic. The Joker's a one off. Right? Yeah, right. But now we're getting a sequel. Yeah, but, I mean? the, but the Joker so, is a sequel that is contained within itself. It's not. It's not a sequel where there's a Joker versus like Batman story. It's just the Joker. Right. No, for sure. And and I and I and I get that, right? But what they could have done was taken that same approach to Black Adam, not ever worry about Black Adam linking up with the Justice Society or the Justice League, and we would have had a solid Black Adam movie with, you know, even include Doctor Fate and and Hawkman. In there, we would have had a solid Black Adam movie that would have gotten us a solid Black Adam sequel. Yeah, I mean, I but we didn't I, we didn't get. I that. agree. Like, you know what I mean, like, you, you know, if you have, and we talked about this a few minutes ago. Like, you have Inner Gang as the main antagonist, but then you never resolve that, and it's like, right. well, use use the Eternium and use Inner Gang and just create a boss character and have him. Have him like, you know, have him like liberate Kondok first and just start with that. I love that they had the Justice Society in there. I don't understand in the continuity that it's in, right? Like why you have like you have Amanda Waller and you have the Justice Society and also somewhere yeah, in there's yeah, the, the Justice League. But like you could have just used Inner Gang. And you could have just made a story out of that that revolved primarily around Black Adam and everybody else is disposable except for um, Adriana, Amon, and Black Adam. And that's it. Right. And and that's and, and that leads to a point of tell the story and don't focus too much on building the universe. Because by including the Justice Society and Amanda Waller, which are from, you know, like, okay, we're going to introduce the concept of the Justice Society. We're going to bring Amanda Waller back for some reason because we're going to have other things with her and we're going to tie it into the Suicide Squad and other stuff. And that doesn't make sense. It doesn't right? help. You know what I mean? Like, now, you, yeah, you're like, you're failing at trying to build a universe and make this part of that universe when you could have just told us yeah, they just they failed like they i think they like shot the moon on that when it was just like just tell the basic story give me a good anti-hero origin story and then give me stuff after that like be successful at the smallest part of this and then build on that success and they didn't do it yeah. and you know, I think they could have gotten the point across like he's he's full of anger and rage and vengeance. And I get that. But Adriana and Amon are going to provide a grounding and a conscience for the character that would have helped him like 
see the bigger picture and where he could fit. Yeah, he would he would, he would he would have got in touch with his humanity. Right, right. right? They ground like, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They ground him in humanity, yeah. and then he can fight inner gang, and then he can liberate Kondok, and then we're all happily ever after. And then after that, like if you have an Easter egg at the end where maybe you introduce them to something. Yeah, it's cool. Whatever. But like you didn't yeah, need right. to shove all that extra Justice Society stuff and Amanda Waller stuff into the movie when you when you all you needed to do was establish the character and tell the story of the character. And you couldn't do that right. because you overshot. You you tried too hard. Right. Especially especially when you're doing an origin story yeah. movie. Right. Like that's and that's what you're doing. You know, aim small, miss small. But, you know, Black Adam. See it, don't see it. It's neither of us liked it, but you know, hey, it is what it is. But that is more than all the time that we have for tonight. Sorry, sorry, we went on for quite a while about this. We thought we'd be out of here in fifteen minutes. Be like, yeah, we didn't like it. It is what it is. But thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to us wax poetically about uh, film and movies and superheroes and all the things that we love. Uh, and I would give you a funny tagline on Black Adam, but I just don't got it into me. <laughs> into me. I went, I went off on a different tangent on that one, but whatever. Deuces. Deuces.